This is The Immigrant View, a podcast for immigrants by immigrants. Welcome to the show. The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantNetworks.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Immigrant View. It's a pleasure having you here today. My name is Ayo Oweduni. Every third Tuesday of the month, I am on uh, the Mike Farwell Show on 570 AM News uh, here in Kitchener-Waterloo area. It's a great opportunity for me to be able to um, share thoughts uh, with listeners uh, on uh, different areas that matter to the immigrant community. It's just an opportunity for you to gain some perspective from immigrants. It's an opportunity for me to ramble and share thoughts from my head. Sometimes I believe I might have some pearls of wisdom. Some other times, it's just too much pizza that I've had from the night before. But this week on the show, Mike and I had an opportunity to talk about allyship. Here's an opportunity to listen to that. By the way, visit my website, ioowood.com, ioowood.com, A-Y-O-O-W-O, and you get access to a lot more recordings and more resources that are going to be coming your way in the new year. Enjoy this bonus material, and happy holidays. We are not only four days away from Christmas. Oh, no, my friend. It is more than just that. It also happens to be the third Tuesday of the month. And on the third Tuesday of every month, we bring you a little segment called Welcome to Waterloo. First Tuesday of every month. It's Ask the Chief with Regional Police Chief Brian Larkin. Second Tuesday of every month, it's a check-in or check-up with our friends from the Canadian Mental Health Association of Waterloo-Wellington. Third Tuesday, welcome to Waterloo. And we're working on a little something for the fourth Tuesday that we can hopefully bring to you in the new year. So there will be a regular rotation on Tuesdays each week here on this program. And what we love about Welcome to Waterloo is it forces us to look at things through a different lens. I hope many of our conversations here on the show force you to do that. Just consider, you don't have to agree with, but you could at least consider another perspective on things. And in this case, we look at things through the eyes of a newcomer. Ayo Owaduni is an immigrant to this community from his native Nigeria. He is now a diversity, equity, inclusion, and leadership consultant. And he is the participant in this monthly segment on the third Tuesday, every third Tuesday at 1130 called Welcome to Waterloo. And so I, what I wanted to talk to you about today is allyship, because we hear an awful lot. The, the word is used a lot, becoming an ally allyship. And I, I wonder in, in this regard, how we can go about becoming an ally to someone new in our community. Uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show today, Mike. Really do appreciate it. Uh, for me, you know, the, the this conversation around allyship after um, last year and uh, Black Lives Movement has really just taken, you know, has gone to a whole new level. And um but I think it will be good for us to just talk about, like you're saying, allies for immigrants, for the community. Uh, also, uh, in addition to the conversations that are already taking place, um, 
in, in the media. For, for me, an ally is someone uh, who takes action to support a group. You're not a member of that group or you're supporting them in one way or another. And uh, there are a few tips that I have here that each and of, each one of us can, can try out to um, become better allies. So, for example, the first one that comes to my mind is, can you intentionally build your network? Right now, many people, if I, if I ask, you know, the last 10 people that you've added on LinkedIn, there's a likelihood they all look like us, sound like us, uh, from the same cultural background. But is there a way that we can go beyond that? So uh, volunteering and non-for-profits, finding uh, places in our community where uh, they're working with immigrants and just going in and just asking how you can support. I have many stories of people uh, that stepped in. One of them is a great listener of your show, Mike, and I'm sure he's listening to this. His name is Rob Dawson. He jumped in when I first arrived from Nigeria, and um, he helped me with my resume, with my cover letter. And uh, we went back and forth. He prepped me for interviews. He didn't have to, but he decided to. And that made a world of difference for me in my job search. Once he stepped in, within weeks, I was um, able to find something in comparison to months when I could not find something. So intentionally building your network, finding those places where you can work with um, immigrants is key. Um, Also just making that decision, just like Rob did, and just basically saying, hey, you know what? I'm gonna work with someone. I'm gonna mentor someone. I'm gonna support them one way or another, whether it's just by looking at their resume or by having conversations to help build them up. Uh, when I started looking to start my business, I had people that I started to speak with uh, who started to challenge me and get me to think uh, about things from different areas um, as well. So I would say that's the first one. Intentionally build your network and also step in and um, find a way that you can use your strengths or your experience or your talents or skills to help that other person as well. It's interesting you talk about the intentional nature of this, Io, because I, I, I wondered about that as we began the conversation, how intentional we should be. And, and your, your analogy or your example of LinkedIn is just perfect, I think, because it, it just, it does. If we, if we take a moment to think about who we are inviting into our networks, uh, it, mm. it goes to show us how easy it can be to at least begin, like take that first step toward allyship. Absolutely. Uh, LinkedIn is so powerful. I read the statistic that I talked about is 85% of um, people and um, connections via LinkedIn find their jobs through someone that they're connected to on that platform, which is quite interesting and so powerful. So you have no idea, you, you know, the, the power of you sharing that job opportunity or you see something and you like it and you just share it with someone in your network. And that's why it's so intentional to build your network on such a platform because then you're not just sharing it with people that are close to you, but then your weak ties, people that are extended beyond you uh, as well. Another thing I'm thinking about, Mike, is um, a, a new concept that I just recently learned. It's called cultural intelligence. You know, we all hear of emotional intelligence, but then there's this thing called cultural intelligence which basically is just wrapped around how much do you know about the other culture? And I would like to challenge listeners as well. This is an area that we can all grow. Uh, One of my colleagues in the office uh, recently celebrated Diwali. I didn't know what that was. In fact, I call it Diwali. You know, when I saw (laughs) it, 
And he was like, no, it's Diwali. I'm like, yeah, but it's a W. He's like, no, but that's not how it's pronounced. I go learn. Uh, but it was an opportunity for me to, to learn. It's, it was an opportunity for me to expand my mind and learn about the holiday. So when you hear of a holiday, you can just Google and just in five minutes learn a bit more about that. And you'll be shocked by how much your your conversation with that person will change just by, by that little information that you've learned. When you hear of someone's background, you know, this person is from Nigeria, this person is from um, different parts of the world, Russia, or whatever it might be. It's an opportunity for you to learn just a few greetings in their language. You can learn some of those things via Google. And for you to also just learn a little bit about their culture or their history or just something. Because it shows that you care and you are moving beyond your comfort zone. If you mess up and you say the wrong thing, I I believe that people, especially immigrants, are so open to people wanting to learn more about them that they're willing to correct and teach you. I've been trying to learn Chinese for quite a while. I had one of my one of my close friends in um, the MBA course that I took uh, came from China. While he was learning how to get comfortable with English, he was teaching me Chinese words and phrases. And I'm sure I cursed him out half the time of what I was saying. <laughs> but uh, it really helped to build that trust and connection. So th- I think that those things are really, really powerful uh, the things that we can all do uh, just to show that person that we care. If we were to go back to Rob, your friend who you said had reached out to you and, and was intentional in helping you in the early days, what what does it mean to that, that person who is the newcomer, Io, the, the, the person that you were, to have that support from somebody in the community? It makes a world of difference. Uh, someone that you can bounce ideas off, someone that you can ask questions, uh, someone that you can just get clarification on the culture. Mike, I had a situation, I'm not sure if I told you this a while back, when um, I was a manager in a financial institution, and the first argument I had in the office with a colleague, I asked, could you help me do something? But I'm directly translating from my language into English, which is always a bad idea. (laughs) Uh, And the person did not understand, so they thought I was asking them to show me how to do it, whereas I was asking them to do it on my behalf. So we had this back and forth for 15 minutes where I'm like, no, can you, you know, do it for me? And they're like, I'm showing you how to do it. And I, like, we just kept, and we were both speaking English, but it was so different. So having someone like a Rob is someone that I can go to and say, hey, I had a weird situation at the office today. What happened? And he could laugh and just explain it to me. Uh, just to provide clarity around that. Or, hey, these are the nuances when it comes to the workplace culture. If your boss says, would you mind? In Canada, it's, it's a directive. It's not, you, you know, it's not an option. But back home, you know, your your boss would say, go do this. You know, and so there are differences like that that we have to learn over time. And I grew up speaking English. So imagine someone else where English is their second or third language, uh, and they're trying to translate uh, in their minds what you're saying and then communicate uh, through three different languages to get their points across as well. It's a very frustrating thing, and it takes you a while to be able to adapt and grow. But having someone like a Rob there was uh, not just in terms of resume. That was just one aspect. There's so many other areas that you can help people as well beyond just um, a resume or preparing them for an interview. 
from the perspective of the person who becomes the ally, and we've talked about the intentionality of that to, for us to, I, I think in some ways, just remind ourselves that, that there are folks that, that could use this this ally in the workplace, in the neighborhood, wherever that may happen to be. Why do you suppose, Io, it doesn't happen more often? Is it just that we're not consciously thinking about the impact we can have by becoming that ally? I think, one, we're nervous. We don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to offend people. Uh, and I've been there myself. Uh, so you, you're not sure what to ask. You know, you have someone coming in from Afghanistan, and you have so many questions in your mind based on what you've heard from the media, based on the biases that we all have. But you're not sure what to ask and whether that person will be offended. So you decide just to stay away completely. And I want to say, no, we cannot do that. If we're looking to build a productive, a robust, a happy uh, community that we all want and seek and we're all uh, thriving for, we all need to step beyond our comfort zone. I heard it uh, well from someone who said we need to get out of our safe space and move into like a brave space where we're all brave. Uh, to have those types of conversations and look to build those relationships. And uh, honestly, uh, we can talk about all the different people that helped me, whether it is with a job or whether it is my first consultant client or whether it is uh, with just a resume or uh, whether it is how to negotiate a salary or how to walk into a room and have executive presence or whatever it might be that you don't think of, or how to buy your first home. That's always, that's a big one. Um, or how to have conversations when you don't have um, a credit score, or, or you know those things that you need to uh, think about when you go to the bank for the first time. There's so many areas that we don't know of that is so different from what we're used to. I came from a cash and carry society. We didn't have a credit-based society. So if you don't have the cash, you're not carrying anything out of the store. Uh, but then you come here and you come into a credit-based, you know, uh, country, it'll be good for you to talk about, uh, you know, being smart with a credit card. Because, <laughs> you, you know, I remember the first time I first arrived, it's like, oh, wait, I just swiped this and I can take it away? Uh, no, Io, you still have to pay for it. And long term, it's probably going to cost twice the amount by the time you're done paying for it. So having someone to show you those things, uh, someone had to do the numbers for me in terms of buying the first home. And by the time they showed me the numbers, I like numbers and money. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to put that MBA aside for three years and buy a, buy a home first. So there are so many ways. You have skills and talents that those people uh, don't have, and you have experiences that they don't have either. And we just need to all step out of our safe space, push to build those relationships, and make a commitment within ourselves. If I say the wrong thing, I'm going to quickly apologize, and I'm just going to move on. And if we're comfortable with that, and for the immigrants that are also listening, if someone is trying and they do make a mistake, let's be open to forgiving. Forgive and let's move on. Uh, intentionality is important. Uh, people have good intents, and uh, we need to be able to just uh, move beyond the mistakes uh, towards that, um, that allyship and that bridge that we're all looking for. 
I really hope that a conversation like this can break down some of the barriers that may exist. I mean, I'm thinking about somebody who may be intimidated about saying the wrong thing or not understanding. Your your Diwali Diwali example is another excellent example where, you know, you, you learned and you weren't afraid to step out of your own little safe space, to use your word there, and, and make that connection with somebody. And on the receiving end, you know, the connection was welcomed. And they just were simply saying, you know what, we pronounce it Diwali. But I, I hope a conversation like this can break people, you know, break down some of those barriers and get us out of those safe spaces a little more. Absolutely. For many people, Christmas is around the corner. Let's learn about Christmas. Learn about Santa Claus for the immigrants. <laughs> um, you know, for many of us, Kwanzaa is around the corner. What is that? And why do certain groups celebrate Kwanzaa? That's an opportunity for you to learn. Go online, Google, ask questions, uh, talk to people about it. Uh, that cultural intelligence can really lead all of us to uh, building those connections, supporting one another, and just that joyful, uh, connected community that we all want. I always appreciate the conversations as this is our final one for 2021. Uh, I'll say now we look forward to continuing this into the new year and a, a very happy holiday to you and yours. Thank you, Mike. Happy holidays to you as well. Io Owaduni is a diversity, equity, inclusion, and leadership consultant. He joins us on the third Tuesday of every month at 11.30 for a segment we call Welcome to Waterloo. And really, we went back and forth on a variety of different names we could give to the segment. But really, it is the experience of an immigrant. It's our community through the eyes of someone who emigrated here from Nigeria in Io's case. And I, I hope that it helps us widen our lens and gives us a different perspective on a variety of things, including something as simple as being that ally to someone in your workplace, in your neighborhood. And as you can hear from Io, not only is it appreciated, but it's also pretty easy to be that ally. We just have to maybe step out of our own comfort zone a tiny bit but the smallest gesture can make us that ally that that newcomer so sorely needs in that moment. We look forward to continuing conversations just like this in 2022. Not that we are yet done for 2021. Oh, no, no, no. It's only Tuesday, after all. We will not be here on Friday this week, but we've still got two full days of regular talk radio programming for you as we head into a Christmas break and Obviously, there are really important things to be discussing and really important information to be sharing with you in the days ahead, not the least of which is what's going on with third-dose appointments and third doses generally here in the region. Uh, We'll touch on that in just a moment. Stay with us on the Mike Farwell Show this morning. This is City News 570. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Why don't you do us a favor and share this podcast with a friend or colleague? The Immigrant View is brought to you by ImmigrantsNetworks.com. Hi, I'm Nick Narani, founder and CEO of Immigrant Networks. Listen, if you're an immigrant or an international student looking to find a job and expand your network in Canada, Immigrant Networks is for you. Immigrant Networks, we say networking to get working. It is a community built by immigrants just like you to help you overcome one of the biggest challenges that immigrants have when they come here, and that is finding and retaining a job. 
visit our website today and get matched within days with someone from your profession and learn and grow immigrant networks networking to get working music provided by bensound.com